a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells of Personal Fitness Podcast, where we have Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger. Have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience, a little bit of bro science. So, please keep in mind, we're not doctors, never claim to be. Oh, no. Just a couple of dumbbells. Love ourselves some fitness. We want to help you with yours. And the health concern right now. I, I redlined the uh, the mic a little bit I there. loved it. Yeah, you got real thick into it. Real thick into it. Got it. your mouth all the way around it. Oh, yep. Yeah. Let's welcome our guest to the weight room because obviously um, you're not say, doing anything. I'm going to say yes for a long time. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, pretty yeah. good. No, pretty no, good no, radio. no, 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 it's good we, radio. We need help. Good radio, bad pod. Um, no, just bad. Or, or bad. Just bad in life. Bad, bad. I'm not happy. Okay, not happy at all. But I am happy that our guest is here, ladies and gentlemen. Our friend Leland Bowden. Hey, hi, Leland. Thanks for having me, guys. We got all radio-y. We, we, seconds ago, we were having a normal conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike's turned on. And Mike's we, turned on, we and we, on we tried our, to turn it on. Yeah, disc jockey. Disc Honestly. Jockey voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tough to say. Very different. Yeah, it's you're cool to see the switch. Very different yeah. than Right you in were. front. Yeah. I'm the same. I always pride myself on being always <laughs> even killed. Yeah, I came Always in the and went, hey, it's my friend, Leela. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm very good. You walked here. You walked to the weight room today. I walked to the weight room. Uh, uh, what, what's the mileage on that? Half a mile? Like Quarter point, of a mile. Yeah, yeah like 0.3 miles. Hey, like, okay. That's yeah, something. Yeah. That's, no, that's more it, than half a mile there and back. It is steps. You're going to Uber home. <laughs> yeah. Pack yeah. snacks. Just one way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brought a walking stick. Brought a walking stick. Julia. Yeah. I Six do, cliff bars in this bag. Huh? <laughs> I do tend to leave the house like as if I'm like going on a trip. Yeah, for the day. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like I'm like, oh, okay, I should uh, like I should go pick up my laundry from the laundry room. I'll bring my phone. Like I'll bring my headphones if I'm listening to a podcast. I'll bring sure. my drink. You know, like yeah. I'll bring things with me. And then as you can kind of see, I, I like to unpack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, That's good. That's though. good like, though. You, you, always you make feel... you make it your home. Yeah, you make it your home. That's a nice way to put it. Yeah. 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 yeah Ease yeah. into it. Yeah. Home is where you unpack your shit. Yeah. The, home is where you unpack your shit. That's the saying, right? Um, yeah, the, yeah. I saw that on a placard at Ross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> written in that cursive. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Font. Good, good, I mean, it should price. be at a better place, but the fact that it's made it back to Ross is <laughs> showing that maybe people don't live by it as much as they should be. Uh, do you remember the Ross uh, jingle? The Ross Dress for Less jingle? There was yeah. a jingle? Do you love it? Yeah. I love it. I got it at Ross. That's 100% it. That's Is that the one? Yeah. Yes. Huh. <laughs> I got it at Ross. Huh. Yeah, you don't know that? Stored in no. my brain, the place that can't get rid of jingles. Yeah. I remember the TJ Maxx one. Get Ooh. the Max for the minimum, minimum price. Whoa. And it's never, oh, ever in the same place twice. I don't know that one. I don't know that the DJ Max. I know, you know that. Yeah, no that was, but that was part of that was the that was, you get the max for the minimum minimum price, <laughs> and it's never ever the same place twice. I anyway, don't know that one. I shopped at Marshalls, TJ Maxx, and Ross. That's all my where my mom would take us. Isn't it crazy that they seemed like separate stores, but they're all owned by the same company, right? Oh, are they? I think they are now. I mean, that they, makes sense. Yeah, I mean, like they just have the same over. business model of yeah. that kind of. Out of out of season, out of factory factory irregular yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, shit, yeah. right? Home, what makes? Have you ever bought anything that said factory irregular and you noticed the irregularity of it? 
yes. Yeah. Really? That's what I like. There was a, there was a place literally called Factory to You, number two, letter U, that uh-huh. was close to uh, where my parents lived when I was a kid. And it was one of the first times that like we went to buy new clothes. Like all my clothes were Factory to You. Uh, no, they were uh, hand-me-downs for my cousins in Taiwan. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, not all of them. I got, like, dresses for my birthday, and I, I got clothes for my birthday and stuff. Um, but, but the bulk of what your your clothes were, your wardrobe, yeah. was hand-me-down hand-me-downs. stuff. From, from older cousins and stuff. Wow. Yeah. I yeah, just yeah. pray for something good. Oh, God. Yeah. And it never happened. Fortunately, like, <laughs> as a kid, like, I wasn't really paying attention. It wasn't until, like, seventh grade. When like you're judged only by clothes. Wait, were yeah. you born in Taiwan? No. Okay. No, just my mom. Yeah. Where were you yeah. born? I was born in the Bay Area. Okay. Yeah. Grew up in I the Bay. Mm-hmm. What part of the Bay Area? East Bay. East, East Bay. Bay. So, yeah, we're talking. We're talking San Leandro. We're talking. You talking Hayward. about? You're talking about the Cadillac Emeryville. Company? We're Emeryville's a little farther, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're talking okay. about the, the sports, the sports uh, catalog company, East Bay. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, that's right. Do you remember? Is that based there? No. Do you, do you know what East Bay is? I know East Bay for sure. Man. I don't know if it was based there or not. Do you know East Bay? Uh, it was like a catalog. If it's, just, a, it's, if like, it's a sports, I probably don't know. Okay, great. <laughs> it was like a sports catalog where you'd buy uniforms or sneakers for your whole team. Oh. But you could order one off. Yeah, but it, it was almost not worth it because you'd see the price for one and then you'd see the price for 20 and you're like, man, I wish I had 20 people who would want these same kicks. <laughs> Somehow I got on a mailing list of it and I would just look through them as we got I would all the time. The same. Like, oh man, I want those goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wish I had that many cones at my house. (laughs) Set up some cones, or I wish I had a soccer bat, soccer ball bag. Oh my gosh, was it like your like? Do you know the the magazine Delia's? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your Delia's. Yes, 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 yes. I love. Oh man, I wish I could chalk my backyard with the you know like you buy like what they chalk the field with. Chalk the field with. Hilarious. Yeah. Oh man, I had. I wish we had. I wish enough of my friends want to wear these reversible jerseys, so we don't have to go shirts and skins. <laughs> you guys, everybody has to put their money together. Guys, if we get these, it's purple and white. Either one team's purple, the other team's white. We just flip it over. Oh, that's so smart. Uh, so expensive though. Bay Area. I went to college out in the Bay Area. Yeah, he played football there. You uh, see Berkeley. Berkeley. Or? Yeah. Hey, cool. Yeah, yeah. that's so, awesome. Yeah, I like the East Bay. Um, yeah. so, so you, uh, live, did you live like on the campus or? I li- yeah. So my first year I lived in dorms there and then I got a house after that with some other guys, but it was on telegraph, you know, like, oh, right. man, that's like right where all like the fun Berkeley is. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, was yeah, right yeah, in the yeah. middle of it. It was great. <laughs> fun Berkeley. Yeah. It is fun Berkeley. Like, yeah. I mean, it, well, it was at that time. I feel like Berkeley is like an expensive place that no one lives anymore. Like, yeah. Um, oh, God, yeah. Right. But like, yeah. Cause that was, um, telegraph was street fair, right? Yeah. Like, they had a street fair and you know, Berkeley's like really big on people selling crystals and tarot cards and you know, all fun kinds weirdos. Of, yeah. Like, fun weirdos. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I lit so Telegraph is one way as you get closer to campus, and I lived right where right when it turned into the one way kind of there. There was a market there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was uh it was like a great it was like the early two thousands, you know. So yeah. still there they weren't they they would people would protest if like uh, a Starbucks tried to go in there. They didn't want oh, wow. anything corporate right. at sure. all. That's cool. Yeah, That's changed? It's, it's changed a sure. lot. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. taken over. That's what yeah. happens. But you were born in the Bay, East mm-hmm. Bay, um, and grew up 
most of your life there then? Or yeah. like high school and everything? High right? school, everything, all East Bay. Were you a sports person growing up? Absolutely not. No? Oh, man. No one in my family is a sports person. Um, I I mean, this is cut to now that even though not a sports person, your brother is a fireman. But, he's a fire. Yeah. But, well, his learning curve has been intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know, all the things that I like that sports people do and like... Uh, he's he's playing catch up and and is stressed out by it because you guys didn't play sports and sports wasn't really a part of your upbringing. Zero part of my upbringing. I mean, so in PE in elementary school we did PE, so I learned like basic rules of games. Yeah, but I was absolutely useless. Not athletic, <laughs> and you didn't not, like it. You weren't drawn to it. I was not drawn to it. At all. Your family didn't watch any kind of sports growing up? Or Zero anything? sports. So wow. my mom is from like Taiwan and has no interest in sports. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, and then my dad is like, he's a computer engineer. Uh-huh. So like that's just, it's just a whole world. And he didn't have any exposure to sports when he was growing up. So like it just, like Got they it. never exist in the house. Uh, I remember like one time my brother's might be embarrassed of me telling the story. He was a kid. It's fine. Um, like I'm going to tell him. We, could, could you please just call I'm gonna, him? I'm going to call him and go like, bro, <laughs> your sister's talk some shit. Today. Let's get him on the pod now. Let's get him on the pod right now. <laughs> Auxiliary cable, speakerphone. What do we got? We don't, we don't do any of that. Me. We can't boom, boom, boom. We can't even do that. Um, but like, I remember like one of our family members, he was probably about like maybe five or six, like lobbed a, a, a small, <laughs> like a small, like a, like even like a, a foam version of like a basketball. It wasn't a nerf, real ball. Like a Nerf ball? Not even like a Nerf. It was just like some like off brand, you know, foam, okay. burf? small, burf, burf, burf ball. <laughs> burf ball. Uh-huh. So somebody threw a burf ball. <laughs> burf ball. My, um, and they were like, hey, Jason, catch. And he, his instinct, like he was excited about it. His instinct was to close his eyes, spread out his arms really big, like for a hug. The ball hit his chest, bounced off his chest. And after it cleared his whole body, he wrapped his arms oh, around Oh, wow. That's cute. And I, I remember like my aunt like being like, Huh. The, the, so his motor skills aren't. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> wow. And so, like now in his in his adult life, he is like you know retraining himself sure. because he's athletic. He's like tr- he's truly physically fit, but just has never had any exposure. Like because right. have yeah, other kids him. are out there playing catch all yeah. day. You know, you kind of have to have somebody. So were you not drawn? So then in elementary school and stuff, while people were playing like sports. Mm-hmm. Four square. Yeah, like, were you just not drawn? You were playing games. You were, like, playing, playing tag and I, everything. Yeah, but you I were... could play tag, like, hide and seek. And, but but the... hide, hide and seek is half hiding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? So you can Some sit chill. for a yeah. while yeah. in the dark. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> but you weren't, like, great at the hiding. Seeking. Seeking. You know, got tr- tired. Not interested. Yeah. But, like, you know, were there people that were like, hey, let's all play soccer, or there was the girls' soccer team or volleyball team or basketball team or anything that you were drawn to? No. Nah. Instead, you were into what? Arts and crafts. Uh-huh. Um, reading. Sure. I'm painting a good picture of an indoor, That's okay. indoor kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arts and crafts, reading. But you were an indoor um, kid that was like doing artsy stuff. You weren't like an indoor TV kid. No, yeah. not really. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I watch TV. Uh, I, you know, I like cartoons because I'm not a freak. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Only freaks don't like cartoons. You hear me, freaks? <laughs> you're a kid and you don't like cartoons, I'd be worried. Sure. Like, that's what we all like yeah, as yeah, kids. Yeah. That's the only thing almost that com- like what, identifies us as kids. Wh- why, I wonder what that is. What do you think that is? What? 
I think what? it's a, I think it's a brain thing. A I brain think it's a thing? brain developmental thing where like our brains like like to recognize like uh, like what uh, cartoons? The, what? Yeah, the cartoons, fact that it's drawn. Faces. Well, uh, yeah. th- th- there's a that's. Um, I, I think because Quincy's kind of going like we're reading all this stuff about the development of Quincy, you know, of um, of kids, and we do not put him in front of a screen. Again, this is our own choice and uh, like how you know we play a lot of music and all this stuff. But uh, you think everybody should do that? I think everybody yeah, should do that. But that's what wise. you're saying, by yeah, that, yeah, yeah, right? because he's probably the best kid you'll ever meet and <laughs> will meet in the future. He'll probably be grow up to be um, the drag queen president or something. But, uh, <laughs> anyways, I'm not putting that on him. I'm just saying that's okay. a possibility. It's very specific. Um, but um, ultimately what it is is um, putting facial features on inanimate objects or things that are not human is like making things relatable. And there's something oh. about making yeah. cartoons make everything relatable because it's they you all met automatically because it's in 2D are able to make, uh, like, separate it from you, but it's relatable enough that you're like, that's a hammer with eyes. Oh. You know what I mean? That makes sense. So if there's kids listening to this right now, we're three microphones with faces that are talking. Or we're we're all biceps that have faces on (laughs) it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Like, it's it's things that you wouldn't normally have faces on it have faces. That's human features to them. That's such a terrifying image of a body part <laughs> having other body parts not on the right place of yeah, that body. Right. Yeah, yes, I know. Like, Does that I, bicep have a bicep? I don't And is like there it. a face on that bicep's yeah. bicep? It's like when there's That's a upsetting. face on a tummy or something. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't like that. It'd be weird. Yeah. You don't ever draw a face on your tummy or whatever? I remember those times. What did they do? The What's your belly button? Your The I, mouth I or the know. nose? So, so it's like, oh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you'll always be surprised. Unless, like, you have a belly button that goes down. And yeah. You're just like, me. Yeah. Or if you're sitting, like, yeah, slunched yeah. over, then you're just like, mm, I'm not that happy. <laughs> and then the, remember the way that like, you'd ra- draw eyes on your chin and you'd lay oh, upside yeah, down? Oh, yeah, that's crazy looking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That looked weird, too. Oh, that kind of... Ex- Anyways, faces on faces. Yeah. Uh, sorry. So back to arts and crafting. Staying inside... Reading Inside books. Kid. Reading books. Um, I mean, m- honestly, I will. I mean, I played with dolls too, like like kids do. But but nothing I mean, like physically active. No Legos. Legos. But that's not physically no, no, active. No, no, no. Those are heavy. Legos are heavy. I I rode a bike. Uh huh. Sometimes, but I mean, my dad was also very protective, okay. and so like I do remember. Uh, like we, we didn't live in like the best neighborhood. So he spray painted a line halfway down the driveway and I was allowed to ride my bike from the garage to the line and then back to the garage. Smart. <laughs> oh, wow. It's like a, an oval, yeah. sure. like a, a short oval. It's like Papillon or he's stuck in a cell huh. and like, he just like walks around in the cell, like for his exercise yeah. and he counts it all out all the and then he, when he finally gets out of the cell, he goes beyond the number that he would always count. What is Papillon? It's a. It, it was a novel, but then it was also a movie with uh, uh, Dustin Hoffman and uh, I don't know Steve that's... McQueen, right? Yeah, it was an yeah. older movie. It's an older movie. Papillon is in like Butterfly. Yeah, but but it was a French prison. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Old movie. It's okay. 
Still okay. a good reference. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah perfect yeah. Like, reference. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't, like Papillon. Yeah, yeah. like Papillon. <laughs> but, uh, so, but just like not that... Uh, now, were your parents physically fit? Um, as far as you know? I mean, not... Fit. I mean, they just did. They like, didn't. Ex- you didn't see them actively exercising. Never, mm-hmm. never, 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 never. But like, my mom just like has a really fast metabolism. I mean, she's she's Taiwanese. You know, they they we we come small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, quick and small. No, quick, quick and small. The the, the Taiwanese way. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my dad just you know he he like I remember he made an effort to diet, but I don't remember having him having any type of exercise routine whatsoever not a sports guy no not a sports and not jogging or anything not jogging I don't remember anything like Mm. that now they both are engaged in physical activities um like they're they're divorced but my mom she does ballroom dancing on the regular oh that's cool Um, that's really cool it's really it's great for her she loves it she she does she goes like four times a week she's retired and she just ballroom dances all the time and then my dad um he, I actually, I got him into core power yoga, which is what I do. Okay. And so he does Franchised. yoga about, yeah. Um, gotta go somewhere. You yeah. Know? yeah. Uh, yeah. and, uh, so he does, uh, um, he does like core power, but he also takes like, um, like a Bickham class or something like that. Great. Um, great and, guy. Uh, yeah. He, and he goes four <laughs> times a week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, we always say my dad is it. a yeah, great yeah. guy. No, yeah, no. no, your dad is yeah, a great yeah, guy. Yeah. Your dad's great. Great company though. Bikram, uh, yeah, not not great. Yeah, but, but, but great. Bikram not. I think he does feel. He just found out, and now he's like, huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Like, he's like, what do I? How do I? Hey, you can still like, under. You can still understand and 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 um, benefit from the work. Yes. That's, sure. Yeah. 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 yeah Self growth. Um, but he does yoga four times a week. Wow. Yeah. God, wow. So, so you got your parents active. That's neat. I mean, I didn't have anything to do with my mom you ballroom did. dancing, you did. You but did. <laughs> somehow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so in their like, like post, like kids out of the house life, now yeah. they've found a routine that works for them. And I'm so relieved, you know, as somebody, yeah. as their kid as and as the oldest, because I feel like that's kind of the natural like order of like when your parents need help and they need care, it like falls to the oldest. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm really just so excited that my parents are like doing what they can to like take care of them. Sure. And that makes my job easier. It's it's amazing. It's just you and your brother too, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not much time has passed, but so much has changed with people recognizing the value in exercise. I know. You yes. know, just where it's not even a thought. If you're kind of like a naturally thin person, like it's not even like a thought, you know? That's been my to- my whole narrative, like yeah. my whole life. Yeah, like- because people, if you are if you are relatively thin or don't look like you're out of shape, nobody worries about you. Exactly. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're healthy. Doesn't, doesn't mean you're healthy. Doesn't mean, <laughs> doesn't mean you're healthy. But people are not worried about it because of whatever your metabolism is or how, whatever that you're able to... Or your eating habits are just like not that much. Like yeah. uh, who knows? That's true. Yeah. What was your what were your nutrition? What was the nutrition like in your house growing up, though? So um, I lived also with a lot of my Taiwanese relatives, and so my mom's mom, my ama, she did most of the cooking uh, when she was alive, and uh, and so it was mostly a a rice and vegetable and and meats diet. Uh-huh. Mostly like we're talking. 
breakfast, I would go American because my dad would be the person who would usually take me to school. And so we like I would do like cereal and, and toast and, and stuff like that for breakfast. And then lunch and dinner were usually Taiwanese meals. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and now would you eat a lot or? No, nah, I like that's a, that's another thing, too, is that like even though I wasn't really physically active, I didn't like overeat. Uh-huh. Um, what's funny is that, I mean, I don't. Like, I remember our relatives, um, like, pitting me against my cousins to see who could eat more. And I I do remember this sometimes where we would just be, like, scarfing bowls of rice. And as soon as we finished and we'd go to the rice cooker to get another bowl of rice, like, all the aunts and uncles would applaud. And they're like, oh, Leland's doing so good. You know, and then, like, um, my cousin Jean Han would finish. And, and, like, Jean Han would, like, get her bowl. And they're like, oh, Jean Han's now winning. Like, it's, like, like, so, like, like betting on, like, a dog race. Like, (laughs) we were encouraged to eat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, some maybe some bad habits for you guys, but they're just trying to make shit interesting for yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> Nobody was watching TV or sports. Yeah, I mean, like, you got to fucking yeah. find something. Yeah. yeah. You got to bet, we yeah. bet on some <laughs> kids <laughs> eating rice. <laughs> when it all else fails, pick your winner. Yeah. But that's like, that's like only like one or two. That wasn't like a regular Sure, sure. Thing. That wasn't every Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, so then you were, uh, so were you relatively... Thin all through mm-hmm. school life? I had no idea I was unhealthy until like, I want to say like, I don't know, five years ago. Sure. And I, I just never, I've just never thought about exercising. What made you feel unhealthy five years? Yeah, what was, what, the, was, what was the turn? I think that it was probably five years ago. I mean, it wasn't like a, a, a hard turn, but it was, um, I joined the, the, the women's recreation basketball league. Oh yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Sure. And I'm like, Oh, the, all of this is very difficult. <laughs> like I got winded immediately Yeah. and it didn't help that I didn't know how to play basketball. <laughs> right, uh, right, right. It, it, that was just like, oh, just like two straight years of humiliation. Maybe not two years, maybe one year. Yeah, maybe less than a year, maybe four months. <laughs> but it, um, it, 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 so you had never really exercised with any regularity before that. Had you tr- tried to jog or gone on a hike or you done? Yes. Hike? So I tried out exercise. Like, yeah. it, it, like it was always you know some type of like dumb vague New Year's goal. It's like I should really you know like, but it really existed on a fantasy plane. So and like I still did PE in high school and stuff. So yeah. like there there was still some motion. I know how to play. Sports right. games. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, sports but, games. <laughs> I know how to participate in sports games. Uh, sports games. <laughs> you have sports games. You have sports games here, yeah? <laughs> Said like a true... Robot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I> Alien. Like, <laughs> yeah. Athlete. Um, but like... Well, it was always in the abstract. Like, if yeah. I guess if I screw down, I could figure this out. But I don't really care about him, and right. I'm not going to. And I wasn't know. getting societally shamed because I'm. I was like in skinny. comedy. I was in co- oh. in comedy. <laughs> that too, but that, that too, that too. But, because I was skinny. Yes. Like I think it's a very real thing. Like we talk about different privileged groups, you know, and so like like phrases are like coined like white privilege, male privilege, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. But like skinny privilege is like a straight up I feel like very real thing. It yeah. is. It's just yeah. like it's it's confusing because like it also like it's it's based off of like just an exterior and it doesn't take into consideration how someone got there. Absolutely. So if they're it like is. genetically gifted, right. gifted, ha ha ha, privileged. Right. Right. They're privileged. genetically privileged or if like they have like a, a, a like an unhealthy relationship right. with, with their eating habits, you know. But also 
to be, for it to be seen as a privilege is also strange. Yes. Well, yeah. Because there's exactly. ne- there's some negative too. Because, because it's, it's all based on yeah. So you're not you know you're not getting as you're not getting your insides looked at, you know, cause people exactly. aren't worried about it. So, yeah. you know, a lot of times that's where you, you know, have like these sneaky kind of coronary heart disease sure. or people with really right. high cholesterol, you know, that just, and you think, shit, how did you fucking go through this long? And the guy drops dead or the woman drops dead. You know, there's that, no outside markers. There's no outside markers. And so I've never had anyone suggest to me like, Oh, have you thought about like, yeah. like what are I, you I've eating? never had, to, yeah. yeah. Like I've never had any microaggressions in that way. Right. You know, because if like, anything, any people are shaming you for like, can you open the door? <laughs> right. Like that kind of, I would say opposite. eat a sandwich is a phrase that constantly gets said to me as a joke. Like, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, eat a sandwich. And it's always sandwich. I don't know, like, wh- what origin that is, why it's not pizza or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. like, people love to say eat a sandwich to me as a joke, Strange. which is annoying, but it's not like this, it's not the same thing as just being like, see, like, you know, b- body shaming exists everywhere. Like, it's different. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like, it, it's like, yeah, there's definitely jokes that you feel when you're underweight or, like, skinny. Um, but, like, the, amount uh, like the the way as a society we treat skinny people versus people who are oh, not yeah. skinny is right. just um unacceptable because yes. there's, there's people that if if they if somebody said eat a sandwich to somebody who was newly skinny they would see that as like a, a compliment, compliment. Yes. yeah no it's such yeah. a mind fuck it's weird well, and then I you were talking about. Learned that, yeah, sorry, no, 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 like, go, please. I learned that skinny was a compliment over time because it was never a compliment when it, when someone told me I was right, like, um, but because they were worried about me, right, and that's just because genetically I'm skinny, you know, right. um, but like I. I would be careful never to say it to anybody else if they looked really good. I would say, I would always say like, "Oh, you look really fit," you know, or, or something like that. And I realized when I said, "Oh, you look really skinny," people loved it, and that like was my first time understanding. It's like, oh, like, like understanding also kind of like how far this privilege goes. Yeah, you yeah, know? crazy. Anyway. So then five years ago, you were like playing these sport, this basketball, playing and you're like sport. You were playing sport event. <laughs> beep boop beep. Uh, and you were like, geez, I'm winded. This is hard. All this stuff. So then what did you, so did that like kickstart you it, finding it, something to work, like to do it regularly? It kickstarted me, I wouldn't say kickstart because that implies like an, a, a soccer a, thing. A, imme- oh. <laughs> like an immediacy. Oh, oh, oh Like oh, I would it. say it started. It, it, <laughs> it role started me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it started the slow burn yes, of what yes. eventually would be a consideration that you would finally make at some point yes. about maybe truly I mean because yeah. there was there's no pressure when you're unhealthy and skinny yes. there's no pressure like like the, my job opportunities are the same mm-hmm. you know my, the way people see me are the same the, my attractiveness level stays like the same no matter how healthy or not I am if I'm skinny right. Right. You know? motivating factors yeah. sure um, so so it was, it was always it's just like it's sat on my to-do list of like just like oh my insides don't match like what I think my outsides are you know and yeah. uh it wasn't and and so then like just cognitively just trying to find something i would try this try that and because exercise as you guys know it takes a while to form a habit before your body recognizes that something that's not absolutely terrifying yeah you know yeah. i never like i would try something it would scare me yeah. because i would feel so upset and it would take me like days to recover from like a workout like a like um uh like my roommate did crossfit workouts you know back in the day 
play and stuff and had the tapes. And so I do a tape. I do one. And then I would be like, okay, great. I did one. That'll last me the next six months. You know, sure, like, sure. Right. Um, so it wasn't even t- till I got onto Andy Mack. Um, and I'm in Utah, and I have some time now. My schedule frees up. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm working every day, but yeah, 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 but, yeah. but that's all I'm doing. I'm not right. doing. Imp- I'm not trying to fit in like five different improv shows a week and stuff. All I have is Utah. And you have Andy a Mac. regular schedule for the most part, and some downtime. Yeah, you know, yes. you have to be there and a structure. Yeah, yeah. and some structure. Yeah. So it's the person um, who plays my child's father on the show who uh, got me into uh, this specific kind of yoga. Okay, that's at Core Power. Yoga. Yoga, hot yoga, hot right. yoga, yeah. But Corpora Yoga is a uh, a national brand that yeah. is available uh, in every major city and some of the smaller cities, and is um, pretty great, right? It's a, I, it's, it's structured in a certain yeah, way. I yeah, like that's one of the reasons why I liked it because going back and forth from Utah to LA, I and and then going home to see my family in the Bay, and even going to see my dad in San Diego, like there's always a place that I could pop in. Yeah, you could find you know? a class somewhere. Yeah. And yeah. so I didn't have to like do the research all over again. So that was really attractive about it. Um, and like just like signing up, like the power of subscription, you know, just being like, this is what I do. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Taking all the choices away from uh-huh. you it just makes it really, really easy. They have classes like every, like, all the time. So if you skip one, like truly, if you don't make it to one, you can just wait till the next one starts. Yeah. It's like right. a flight. Yeah. Which I've done. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, uh, well, and I think that's something to to be said about some of these, um, you know, these national chains is that, like you were saying, it, it's been vetted. So yes. you know that you like it. And then also the infrastructure there allows you to find one in multiple locations, no matter where you are geographically. And then also the amount of classes you have available to you. That's the advantage of having, you know, using one of those types of... A national chain. A national chain, yeah. Like, I just, honestly, I, it could have been anything yeah. you know mm-hmm. but also the comfortability of it like that's the thing that uh, like um that uh you can feel familiar in an unfamiliar place even you yeah. know like if you are traveling for work if you're doing one of these things like going to that core power yoga you know that even if the teacher is different or the the, the other people in the class are different you're going to get a similar workout than the one that you would have in exactly. Utah, as you do in San Diego. Exactly. Yeah. And Eugene and I, we feel a lot of questions on this show, and people, a lot of it is anxiety going to gyms or yeah. new classes That's because a big deal. they don't know anybody, they don't know the system there, they don't, you know, and so that'll put people off from going to gyms. So if you use something like this, it's like, I fucking know it. The sign, sign up's the same, I know the drill, yes. I get in there, and yeah. so that does help. And, and you're more likely to go for someone who's exercise averse yeah. like me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Like all of that just, I mean, truly I think someone who has a lot of cognitive blocks with exercise like me, you just got to make it as easy as possible. Yeah. You got to roll out a carpet, yeah. like straight, straight from your house to the place. You yeah. Know? Well put. And so, yeah. yeah. Like, and like anything you can do to just like take work away from you is yeah. going to get you there, you know? And yeah, that's sure. exactly what I need. Right. That's right on. That's yeah. so, that's so perfect. So how often do you do it now or like so then how was it when you first started what was had you done yoga prior to this yeah I don't I I had but not like hot like Uh this I probably couldn't do about a third of the things that like the class was how hot is it in there um I think like the 
That's a good question. There's two um, for the hot yoga classes. C1 and there or there's three, I guess. Um, C1 is like I don't know, like 86 degrees, and then like C2 is I. I truly don't know. It's and it's available on their sure, sure, sure. website. Like, like, I, like I'm um, so like where you're just trying to like I don't know, like yeah. fucking figure. This yeah, out. like I realize that's like oh, this is what it feels like to talk and know nothing. Uh, Hey, Stanger, you know that some people have a hard time falling asleep, and some people have a hard time staying asleep. I have have trouble with both, man. Both of them? That's where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. Some people have trouble with both, like you. On average, people are getting less quality sleep than ever before. And this is, you know, Stanger and I, we um, have been uh, focused on good sleep. Yep. We've made it a priority in Money 20. We've got our wearables. We're tracking our sleep. We're trying to get more deep sleep and uh, improve our sleep hygiene. Yeah, but you know, tackling sleep issues shouldn't feel impossible. Uh, but but getting good sleep is, is hard, and and uh, the existing sleep aids aren't effective. They're yeah. making people groggy. They're making them uh, feel too tired in the morning. Yeah. And that's why there's REMRISE. Yes. Yeah. So um, REMRISE is awesome because it. Um, it personalizes sleep solutions that use natural plant-based formulas to help calm the mind, relax the body, and get you the circadian rhythm back on track for a better, more restorative sleep. Yeah, it's drug-free and there's no groggy side effects. So you're not taking some prescription sleep medication, some junk that you don't know what it is that's knocking you out and making you feel like crap the next day. Yeah, because the, the benefits of taking Remrise are, are great. Yeah, so this is this is what we did. I mean, we went to Remrise. We went to getremrise.com slash dumbbells, and we took their free sleep quiz. Right, that I, was at getremrise.com slash dumbbells, right? Yeah, so the quiz is sleep, or sorry, the quiz is for sleep. Yeah. It's really easy to do. It's free. Um, I took it. Uh, I liked it because I liked thinking about my sleep. I liked answering the questions. It kind of illuminated some things for me wasn't hard to do. And based on the answers that they gave them, they decided what formula I needed and I I got power off. Right. Power off is what they thought was best for me. And it's working. And it it is working because I could see it on my device. I'm tracking it. Since I've been doing that and cleaning up some of my other sleep habits, my sleep has improved. Awesome. And you know what? The Remrise comes with an awesome digital app that you can use to help track your sleep progress as well. Um, it even has guided meditation to help you get the in the right mindset every night. Yeah, so the app is easy. You can use it in conjunction with your wearables. Yeah. You know, so you're just starting to think about, I mean, the same way that Eugene and I used to approach our diet and exercise, we're starting to do with our sleep now. Yeah. And it's really like the like a crucial part of this like trifecta of health that we're trying to so do. So why don't you do what we did and check out Remrise today. Go to getremrise.com slash dumbbells, take their sleep quiz, and when you sign up, you'll get your first week of Remrise free. Just play shipping. That's it. Yeah. You're not going to find an offer like this anywhere else. Get your first week of Remrise for free when you sign up at GetRemrise.com slash dumbbells. Yep, that's GetRemrise.com slash dumbbells. Sleep on it.
you started, obviously, there's like two levels, I guess. There's a, uh, like a beginner C1, and then there's the regular C2, and then there's a super hot class called Hot Power Fusion. Holy okay. shit. Yeah. Um, I actually find that the Hot Power Fusion classes are easier for me, even though they're hotter, because I'm like a salamander. I can just like lie out and dry heat and be cool. Or, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like I take heat very, very well. Cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, it has less upper body uh, stuff. And uh, like I'm weaker on my upper body, like as a lot of women are. Um, so the, the hot power classes are actually easier than the, the even though they're hotter wow, um, than the cool. C2 ones, which have like more like chaturanga, like sure. up yeah. dog, down dog stuff. Um, so, and then they have another one that's, um, that can be hot, but isn't most of the time called sculpt. And that's uh, cardio and weights. So oh, like cool. you can do different kinds. Oh, good. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why like. Yeah, you're covered. You're covered. Yeah. yeah. Like I like I can gauge how I'm feeling that day. And, yeah. And so how long have you been doing this now? Because uh, like um, since you started with Andy Mac till now, is, have you been doing it all the way through? I have. Like I definitely like you know uh, peaks and valleys. Yeah, yeah peaks, peaks and valleys. <laughs> um, I I did like go for like a little bit less than a month, um, and that's the, probably the most I worked out. I'm I'm not. I'm not quite a, a, a dumbbell, you know, but um, I did like a sculpt class. Like I tried to do one uh, every morning before going into set. Uh-huh. So I would do like the like 5 a.m. sculpt class. Oh, that's great. That's um, hardcore. I just wanted to see like what yeah. it felt like and if I could keep it up, you totally, know. Totally, totally. Um, but that's that wasn't typical and that's not typical for like my like the three-ish years that I've been doing it now. Yeah. Um, what's more typical is like twice, three times a week. You know, I was I was averaging four for a good while. Um, now I'm like two, three, but I think I can kind of... Uh, ramp back up. Ramp back up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, Eugene and I talk about doing some, some really extreme stuff just to see. You know, it's uh-huh. not, you know, you just do it for a while and you see how it feels and it does stuff for you and that's great. And then you relax a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And then as long as you can kind of keep it, you know, keep the fire stoked a little bit. Yeah. As you long know, as the drive is still there or yeah. like the focus of why you want to do it and yeah. stuff is still there. It's like ultimately a lifestyle change rather than like. I got to go eight times a week, oh you know? Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, you can get yeah. nuts with that stuff, and then that's not good. To, you know, you feel like, well, hold on, I'm now a prisoner of my schedule, so I got to scale back a little bit, sure. you know, so that I'm, that I'm in charge of this. I'm not being run by my schedule. Yeah. You know? I have never had the problem of going to exercise too much. <laughs> never. Never had that problem. No one's ever been like, Lelon, you're exercising too Now, much. you've been doing it for a three. Do you regret it? Like, are you still, are you forcing yourself to work out still? Does it feel like a chore to you? No. Do you actually it. like um, it? I, I love it. Like, I, and I think that's another important thing, too, for, like, an exercise-adverse person is that, um, I mean, core, core power, yeah, I'm not getting the cardio that, like, a lot of exercise programs do unless I do a sculpt class, mm-hmm. which I, I do uh, more infrequently than... Uh, the actual yoga class, but you don't enjoy it as much either, right? I don't enjoy it yeah. as much, you know. And I think that it's just like, and and like my best friend Wilder hates hates hot yoga. She just because she doesn't like being hot, you yeah, know. Yeah. But she can handle cardio a lot better than I can, you know. Right. Like, and so I that was like also something to come to terms with too. Is like, oh, exercise doesn't have to be torture, you know. Yeah. It doesn't. It, it, it like, shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I think that a lot of people. Th- 
don't think about it as something that uh, you can get something out of while you're doing it. They think about something as a means to an end. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just like, I just have to um, get be, through be in pain and get through it. But if you find something that, like, you can connect to, yeah, it's going to be hard and there's going to be times where you're going to push yourself. Um, but, like, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be the miserable, miserable, miserable thing <laughs> that, uh, that um, it can be if you don't choose the right thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, that picking something you like and not stopping till you do find that so that you can enjoy going. Like, so I don't. So sculpt, I'm not motivated to do very much, and I still do because it's like, oh, it's good for me, and I can. And they're not, they're not terrible. But I take a, a, a class, a dance class at the Sweat Spot called Groove, and it's an hour and a half of nonstop cardio. Great, and I never notice. Yeah. It's so fun. Right. They have a live DJ oh, and cool. like and it's really difficult. Yeah, it's it's not it's not easy keeping up and and I realized cuz my metabolism's so fast, I have to eat a giant meal right before class. Cuz okay. I'm cuz cuz I'm burning it off immediately. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if I don't eat like almost literally right before class, which is I feel like bad advice usually <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. for workouts, then I will get dizzy. Oh, wow. like okay. yeah, we're just like moving we're moving and sweating so much and I, I'm going tonight. I can't wait. Like that is just, it's the most fun part of my week. Yeah. You can tell it's the most fun part of like most of the people who, who goes week, you know? Yeah. Yes, it's just. So you're doing that regularly too. So you're just finding things that keep you active. Yeah. Which is I mean, really the important thing. I, think I mean, that's really what I stopped there, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. And that stuff and everything begets everything. Like I go snowboarding once a year with my aunt and uncle. And now that I'm a little bit more in shape or now that I'm actually healthy, yeah. you know, I can, I can do more. And, and so snowboarding's more enjoyable. Like everything becomes more enjoyable. Sure. The more yeah. I, I, you know, the more do. Yeah. Healthy your body is. Uh, you know, they did, they do these studies on heated yoga with, um, depression and it's, uh, profound, um, effects they found on positively in combating depression. Oh, wow. wow. From, like, I believe that. Extreme heat, uh, that like external wow. heat stressor. So like a uh, hot yoga versus just, just regular yoga. Yeah. Wow. More, more so with hot. And they, they try to do like water submersion too, to see if that can kind of get people in that same, uh-huh. you know, same positive headspace and not as much. There's something specific to like the yoga, like the, wow. and I think it's like the internal heat that you create from doing that too. But I don't know if they fully understand why, like what the mechanism is that's causing that. That's really you know, but it interesting. Goes, it goes beyond just the, you know, the endorphins you get from exercise, it's wow. hot yoga specifically. Because you figure that there's got to be... Si- something that keeps people coming back to this, you right. know, to, to just like, yeah, sweat in a dark right. room with a bunch of other smelly strangers. Yeah. yeah Cause <laughs> the sweating is good. Right. For, you know, for people that want to do some weight control, but you know, that's, that's water weight too. And is that going to pack a room with people? Uh-huh. There's some freaks that like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Or, or like you, you know, he's like, you can handle it. So that's yeah. a cool thing too. But there's also got to be something beyond that because it really is, it really is a, a movement that you can track, you know, to people, wanting to be heated to those extreme temperatures and what that's doing for them. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I thought this just might be the same with all exercise, but my, my mental state is so different after, after an hour. Yeah. I, I, I think it is. 
I think it is. There is some of that to all kinds of exercise. You know, it's a great, it's a, it's great uh, emotional, psychological first aid exercise in yeah. general. But I think there's something beyond that for the heated yoga too, which you're getting to experience. So that's. I cool. wonder if it, does it is it have the same qualities and um, benefits as sauna stuff. I, different because it doesn't get as hot as it sauna, yeah. you know, but I think you may get some of the stuff that you would get from yoga with the sauna. Yeah. But there's something about, you know, I, I, I'm thinking of one study in particular and I can't remember the specifics of it, but it was for depression in particular. Yeah. Hmm. But, um, enough that the, where it got them excited about some of the results they found and they're studying it more and more now. That's really But it cool. also kind of made sense to me because I, you know, you see, you know, we talked about Bikram, who's, you know, a bad guy, but Bikram's been this like movement and like it, I mean, it's rooms packed with people, right? you know? Yeah. yeah people are drawn to it. And, and yeah, it may be from just this, like a, a subconscious thing of like, God, I feel so much better yeah, it's, after. Cause it's, it's intense going through that. And there's something that's bringing these people back, you know? Yeah. 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 Cause yeah, a lot of people there like are clearly athletic and don't need yeah. Like, like I can tell that for a lot of people in the class, oh, this is not their primary source of exercise, right. you right. know, but like there's got to be, and yeah, like the classes tend to be predominantly women, but there are a lot of men that go to these classes too. And it's like, I know they're not doing it for like that, like charged workout, you know, it's got to be to cleanse and release yeah. and stuff. Flexibility. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. and yeah. just body awareness, you know, body awareness is big. Yeah, I feel like my posture's got so much better. Yeah. Like, don't, don't look at me now. Don't look at me now. Don't look at me now. Like, as soon as you said <laughs> posture, yeah. I was like the hunchback of I, Notre Dame yeah. over here. Right? I sit like a gorilla. <laughs> I really do. Well, that's because All you like your, your knuckles to touch the floor. I do. Yeah. Right. I do. I know, I'm always trying to eat some kind of bug <laughs> off the floor. Always, yeah. Always beating your chest. Always beating my chest. I do like it when you see them do that for real. I went to the zoo this week with Quincy because um, there's a baby gorilla that's <gasps> that just got born at the L.A. Zoo. But we went oh, and cool. there was what? a there was a bunch of um, you know middle school kids that are on a field trip, and there was a big gorilla just sitting there, and they were like tapping on the glass like to you know, uh. and he and the gorilla ran up to the glass and hit the glass, charged them, charged them, man, and I was like. Yeah. That motherfucker could have killed all of you yeah. very easily. Why do you do that? And you just hear the kids going like, oh, man, you see that? That was because of you. Not nah, was. It was because of you. Ah, probably me. Probably me. And it was just well, like, Which nah, one do you man. think it was? I think it was all of them. Okay. But probably that, like, uh, the T-Bird versions of the guys I was saying. <laughs> hey, with me. Hey, the Travoltas. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Sandy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's all ex- yeah. excited and has to pretend. But Quincy was like, what was that? Uh, He's a perceptive young yeah. man. What was that? Uh, can, but do you imagine a universe that exists where a bunch of middle schoolers are not antagonizing a gorilla. They're all being polite and keeping their oh, hands yeah. to themselves. No, yeah. Like that's, that's, there's no parallel universe that no. exists where that happens. No. Little dudes are animals. Yeah. 
And yeah. mi- middle school especially, too. Yeah, at that like, time. Like, herd animals. See that? It's a Stone, difference. What's Stone, is Stone in middle school? No. No, he's, he's still, in elementary. He's in elementary. Yeah, he's, he's in third grade. Third grade. Mi- yeah, middle school's like six, six seven, eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Something like three that. or four yeah, yeah. years away right here. Yeah, we're getting close. Oh, You're getting gosh. close. Yikes. To him I'm being already stress-free. <laughs> a full asshole. Yeah, just not considerate, not nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you never know, but like, I feel like no one, no one's got a good look in a middle school, like, cause it's, it's just a herd culture. Yeah. It's know? a gross so, time. So either a you're a gross... predator or prey. Yeah. 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 You know, and then in high school people like, you know, go into their separate groups and sure, stuff and kind of get sussed but out. But then middle find school, a tribe you, a little bit in middle high school. school. You're just trying to survive. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's then rough. just, you'll throw anyone under the bus. Anyone. <laughs> Anyone matter. at all, yeah. you know, just to like <laughs> keep afloat. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like, there's just to only get a certain the amount day. of lifeboats. Yeah. Getting the Titanic the is day. sinking. Yeah, <laughs> make fun of this person that used to be my best friend. Yeah, not me. Oh, you know. phew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a relief! I, I yeah. humiliated the only person that was nice to me. Yeah, just to win the fa- curry favor yeah. of like these yeah. assholes. That but <laughs> you look at them and you're like, you don't understand why I'm doing this, right? Yeah, they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody knows, and I'll do it to you tomorrow. You're like part of the game. Part of the game. <laughs> rough. <laughs> poor kids. Rough time. I know. It's crazy that that was the rough time and that we still, you know, worst things, worst things have happened to me as an adult that thinking back didn't hurt as bad as things that happened. Yes. Oh, it's relative. I agree. Yeah, it's all relative. <laughs> yeah, the stakes are relative. so, feel so high then, you know. Yeah. But, sta- but you have no perspective. Because yeah. then the stakes feel high now for things that you, I can look back of things like two weeks ago and I'm like, why did that bother me so much? Sure. Yeah. Like that so, hindsight. Yeah. But I feel like, so like we're talking about adult stuff. I feel like weathering like adult like hard hardships is like being on a ship in a storm. Right. You yeah. Know? But then like in middle school, it's like being in tepid water, but no ship. You know, you have no tools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah, yeah. tools. Yeah. You know, you got nothing. No, you know? you're so right. Any little wave is like, oh, you know, like, or maybe like, That's well, true. throw this analogy, we're going to say like a, a board. You're on a board. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Like, and so staying afloat, haha, there we are. Loving this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. is a tracks. lot harder in, in shallower waters than it is like in a big storm if you have like a, like a whole ship. Yeah. You know? It all tracks. Yeah. And I even think that, you know, going back to when we were, we lived in, small tribes, you know, all of us, you're, if you were cast out, you died, you know, because you had new, you could not make food for yourself. So acceptance and being considered part of the group was so important. Right. That obsessive wanting to belong. And if you were an outcast, that meant death. That's what, so yeah, we're bred, like we're genetically bred to be middle school assholes. To middle school assholes. (laughs) And then as an adult, it, it's still important. You still want to be accepted, but you do, like you said, you have more, you have your ship, you have more resources. Right. Yeah. Well, I can find food for myself. Sure. Yeah. Worst case. Whereas a kid, like you can't, you know, you have to, so there's, that's speaking me- of what is your nutrition like? Now? Oh yeah. Um, what's, Good job. What Way to like steer now? us back. On yeah. Steer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, beef steer. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. I was talking ship. Nope. Ship. No, no, no. No, no. no let's keep moving. Yeah. Um, don't don't be logical. Yeah, what's your, what's your nutrition? Has it changed since you started exercising? Since your five years ago health awakening? Um, no. Honestly, not really. But it never really tr- truly was too out of hand. I think it really helps like when you have like a childhood that like sets the ground floor yes. of like what you're... So the, Just the rice games that, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. A whole <laughs> lot of rice games. Rice games. <laughs> um, the only sport I played. 
but so having your mom cook, that's the foundation of your diet. Yeah. You know, so like, that's, so the foods I crave, you know, even in times of stress, you know how we crave like, you know, comfort foods when we're stressed and stuff. So like my, my craving foods are like, go back to like rice, uh-huh. seaweed, fish, like sushi. Like those are my like delicious foods. You know, I, I've never been like a Cheetos Soda, snacky, snacky. American no, like snacky all, food. like yeah, like Hostess donuts just make me want to like vomit. You know, like I, yeah. I'm, I don't really have a sweet tooth, so like it's kind of helped me, kind of, like without giving my diet a lot of thought, uh-huh. it's helped me stay within these cones. Basically. Sure, was been a good intuitive eater. Yeah, I, I think so. I think honestly, like my biggest thing is that I'm usually underweight, so I try and and I forget to eat a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm busy, you know, and and I just absolutely forget to eat, and then I'm that's s- its own thing too. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm sad, and I don't know why. And like, and also, yeah, that's an interesting thing. Like, I sometimes don't understand the difference between like an emotion and hunger I think like oh. like so I'm like gosh I'm so sad I'm so sad and my best friend Wilder knows this and she's like have this granola bar and she she used to carry granola bars in her purse for, <laughs> for me you? Right? yeah because yeah, yeah. she know I would forget to eat and then I'd eat it and I'm like oh I feel good yeah do you I feel not, happy we're okay <laughs> is your relationship with food not a thing like is food not a like uh, social Outing, I guess, uh, like oh, totally, it is something that you, you know, because there's people that meet for breakfast, lunches, and dinners all the time. Or I or think like, in LA, food has to be part of right social outings. That's how we see each other, right? Like so then, we don't know how to hang out without saying like, "Let's get brunch." Yes, we don't know how. That is true. <laughs> Let's get coffee, which also has something Foods. else with it. Yeah. yeah. So like, I'm. Wh- what was your question? Let me- so like, do you um, do you tend to f- eat foods to kind of um, celebrate social events, meaning um, how, if the fact that you forget to eat, right? Yeah. Means that you do probably you don't. forget birthdays? Yeah. That's what he's asking. Do I forget birthdays? Do you yeah. forget to? I mean, A, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing to do with yeah. eating. That, okay. <laughs> That's just a calendar thing. Uh, okay, good. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, since you forget to eat, is there, you don't have like just... Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, you know, there's, um, I personally feel like, oh, let's get together to have this like, you know, um, huge meal or like you check out this place or like Uh eating a bunch of food with friends is like kind of a celebratory thing where, um, or or thinking about where you're going to eat with these people or like thinking about the food itself. So like food for you, you either forget to do it or you're like thinking of it as fuel. I see what you mean. Yeah. I still enjoy food, but I do, I honestly do think that if you said like, you know what, if you just like inject, like we've like created an invention where we can inject a smoothie, (laughs) like, like, and, and you get like, I would, you, I would lean on it often. You would, yeah. I've, I like, yeah, f- food, like celebratory stuff is different, and I enjoy the tastes of food, and, and I'm not like, food, disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I do, I But I if it's lunch that, and you got nothing else going on, you may just skip it if you're working or something. It's not yeah. like a- The only reason why, like, yeah, I'd have lunch if I'm really busy is, is that I know my stomach will be empty, and then I'll feel yeah. sad. Yeah. It's to prevent sadness. It's to prevent <laughs> yeah, sadness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah, it's- I, I I've learned over time. Oh, I'm, oh that's not everybody's relationship. To yeah. Food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But cause there's like, you know, cause the, the opposite side of that are, 
not the opposite, but another way of, you know, food relationship is like a craving for quote unquote bad foods on a regular occasion sure. because, you know, you're either drawn to it um, socially or um, drawn to it as a comfort mm-hmm. or. Um, well, yeah. And I think the default, you know, probably is if we're looking at a, a relatively normal relationship with food, like what you have is somebody that um, eats healthy for the most part and then can tend to maybe overeat a little bit. Uh-huh. You're you're the you know you're somebody that eats healthy for the most part and can tend to undereat a little bit. Yeah, it's just kind of yeah. how it is, you know. Yeah. yeah, you have your moments. You do fun restaurant. You go to a dinner date, whatever. All that stuff's fine, but you know you may you may miss a little bit, or you may get low blood sugar, and yeah, you know, yeah, feel yeah, yeah. a little you know depressed, or maybe feel a little lightheaded, you know, for your workout classes, that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's another thing too, where if you're if you're on the thin side with a high metabolism how you can fall through the cracks a little bit too. Sure. Like you don't have like a good skill set to kind of. It's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, another thing too, like I try to keep a, a, an eye on my diet and stuff. And I try to make sure that like the stuff I'm putting into my body isn't garbage, you know? Right. Uh-huh. Like, and I do look at nutrition labels just like, you know, just like anybody who's concerned. I check out the ingredients and I started checking out like, uh, I started checking out like calorie and fat ratios just cause I'm in like talking to, like friends and I just want to get a sense, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah, truly yeah. I think for me, like more the merrier, you know, but get um, a sense of your macros a little bit more. Yeah. yeah, Like, like my brother who used to be before he was a firefighter, he used to be a fitness trainer. Um, and so he like learned a lot about nutrition and stuff too. And, and things like, uh, so he, he's big on like protein, you know, sure. if you want to bulk up or slim down, you know, like just making sure that you have enough protein. And I'm like, I don't think I get enough. So I try really hard to make sure that I'm at least getting enough protein, mm-hmm. you know, and I know yeah. everybody's different and stuff, but yeah, because and how do you take that? How do you try to take the protein in? I do. So I, I get like a whole tub of like protein powder. That's all like, you know, the, the whole foods, organic plant-based, you know, like the good stuff. Sure. The good stuff i yeah because i figure if i'm gonna invest in like yeah yes. a, a powder you know it's not even a food so there's not even like a joy of like taste you know right. um like and then i i just uh blend it with oat milk got it and then there i am oh people are nuts for oat milk it's I good love yeah. it. people are taking taking advantage of oat milk it's have you, do, you, do you have it i don't i'm still an almond milk guy almond milk still? almond milk's good Oh, it looks good, but I like but, the taste of oat better. Yeah, that's what yeah. I heard. Like, it's you, really we're not doing soy because uh, hormones, yeah, right? Sure. And then something about the bean growing its sustainability. I'm not sure, but we're not doing soy. It's out. Almond fun burns in lattes. Oat. Sure. Oh, it's bur- creamy. So almond, if it gets too hot, burns a little. It's bit. easy to burn. I used to be a barista, like, and it's just okay. You know, like, I mean, so you, how long has oat been around? I don't know. I feel like I've only been hearing about it last in the last couple of years, two, yeah. two or yeah. three years. Yeah. yeah. That's and a, also, like, how long has something been around versus how long has, has it gotten it been, trendy? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, I'm sure acai berries have been around forever. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, all of a sudden, we're like, acai berry. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, can't, I, like, I imagine, like, the acai farmers, like, somewhere where we don't, we've never been to, you know, just like, doing their regular work and then all of a sudden they just like an order. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like for like, like a hundred times as much as they've been making. Well, that's yeah, what happened with quinoa. Last, it was the last oh, yeah. four or five years. Um, all of those farmers, the Asahi farmers in Brazil are like, what? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, like you just eat this in Brazil. You, you eat Asahi rolls here in Brazil. Why are you, 
Yeah. Why is it what such is a happening? big, yeah. <laughs> Quinoa was a sad story where there, I can't remember where, I'm, I, I don't even know if I should tell this because I don't fucking remember I shit love it. about it. I <laughs> love the story already. Somebody that knows it just gets to hear me stumble yeah. through all the wrong information. This is good facts. Small. <laughs> you put the disclaimer at the beginning. Yep. We are not, yeah. We're not doctors or fact people. Yeah. yeah. We're not uh, fact people. So anyway, there's a stork. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Some small region made quinoa. It was like their national food. Didn't cost anything for them. They had it in abundance. It's, you know, because it's this interesting ancient grain that's got protein and carbohydrates. And so it's pretty balanced. Mm-hmm. Omegas, all this stuff. They would have it. They would sell a little bit of it. There was a little bit of commerce for them. Then all of a sudden, it becomes this insanely popular high-end culinary dish oh, and boy. the demand for it skyrockets. Yeah. So then there's orders put in. It's only grown in this very small area. So it's a major boon for the farmers that are growing it. But because it's so popular, they start raising the prices on it as you do, as the demand increases. Mm-hmm. So now the people that live there... Can't get the quinoa. They can't f- fucking afford it anymore. It's oh. completely priced it out of their range. And it was like this major part of their diet. Dang. So it's just this like unfortunate thing that, you know, it's got hot in restaurants over here in the States. Has and then it now, evened out at all? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they're growing it in more places now. Sure it seems to are. be more abundant. Like I feel like I see it everywhere. So hopefully yeah. it's yeah. it's leveled off, but I don't know what the hmm. if there is a happy ending to that. So here we are talking about eating better, talking about uh, focusing on your nutrition, right? Seems to come up a lot on this show. Seems to come up every (laughs) freaking episode of the show because it is important to feel healthy um, and, and a lot of that health is happening through your food. And you know what? Nowadays... It um, is a, a focus to be more plant-based. Oh, yeah. It's a focus for health reasons, for ethical reasons. It's it's come up countless times on the show. We but, have a lot of vegan guests come on. Right, but ultimately, what you're focused on is to be the healthiest self you can be. You know, And, and some of that is with a new routine. And Sakara can help you eat better and feel better. Right. They are a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, overall, yes. starting with what you eat. Yeah. Okay? Now, they've got organic, ready-to-eat meals made from powerful plant-based ingredients, and they are designed to boost your energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin glowing. The menu is creative, chef-created, breakfasts, lunch, and dinners change weekly, so you'll never get bored of the food, and it's delivered fresh anywhere in the United States. Yeah, so they're they're a meal delivery company, Yeah. Um, but they're really taking themselves... Uh, up out of the fray by uh, by doing by doing it plant based. Yeah, and uh, we've been working with them. They sent us some samples. We've been trying awesome. it. Yeah, and it's it's good. It's delicious. It's yeah. It's tasty stuff. It's Granola, exciting. I mean, and and they break it down in your three meals: your your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Everyone is different and delicious, and it's not like it feels like it's coming from the same. You know how sometimes when you get delivery food, it feels like it's all kind of tasting the same. Well, this doesn't feel like that way. It feels like an individual breakfast, individual lunch, individual dinner, and it is great. And and they have um, a great menu to pick from. It's it, like we said, it's creative. It, along with the delicious meals, uh, Sakara also has these daily 
wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to help you uh, support your nutrition. And um, to yeah. boost your results, they, they try these uh, metabolism superpower powder. It's like an all-natural remedy for bloating, weight gain, and fatigue. They have that as well. Well, I mean, it's 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 they're they're taking themselves on just being a diet. It's it's a lifestyle. So yeah, you know they're they're giving you these these teas. They're giving you uh, probiotics. Yeah. So it's all this like careful attention. Uh, spent on on working you from the inside out. Daily wellness overall. And you know, like they, they have great raving reviews from Vogue, Goop, and the New York Times, and, and even more than that. So right now, Sakara's offering our listeners, the dumbbell listeners, 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash dumbbells or enter code dumbbells at checkout. That's um, Sakara. S A K A R A dot com slash dumbbells to get twenty percent off your first order. You get that? Sakara dot com slash dumbbells for twenty percent off. You know, it's time to get better with this wellness. And I think you can do it with them. Yeah. They're gonna take care of yourselves, guys. You're yeah. worth it. Let's do it. Money twenty. It's interesting to think about like diet trends and food trends just like having global impact. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The ripple effect. Well, that was like this huge thing that refrigerated trucks did. So we used to eat specifically to the region that we were in. So if you, mm-hmm. us in California, we'd have access to a lot of good agriculture, but it would be the stuff that was in season. Mm-hmm. And Strawberries, then whatever, avocados, yeah. almonds. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When they were in season. But once they went out of season, you'd do what was next. Now that there's refrigerated trucks, you can get uh-huh. anything at any time. That's why we get, you know, fruit from Mexico and yeah. avocados from here and there. And so, you huh. know, they think that that's been has had a negative impact on health because sure. it's like you can, That's, everything's yeah, really available. You're supposed available. to eat season, right? You're supposed yeah. to like, eat by season. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah. yeah. I try to, I, yeah, I, try to I try to think about that. Like I, got um the farm fresh to you delivery service oh, yeah. for oh those a while. are cool yeah they're just like they just give you whatever you know i i like it's hard though it's a lot of pressure <laughs> i guess but i don't know like i think it's from like my like the my childhood eating ethic where it's like you ate what was on the table and then like as i'm like connecting with my american friends i think it's a very american thing to just be like oh well daniel da- daniel will only have pizza and he can't have toppings and it's like what do you mean daniel will only have pizza <laughs> if daniel's hungry daniel will eat chicken bones and chicken heads like i did you yeah. know like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you like you can Like, I feel like um, kids dictate so much of what's... We're we're so picky about what we eat, you know? Like, it's like, I'll only have this. And since that's not how I was raised, I kind of, like... Like, have a toot about it, you know? I don't blame you. Listen, I got a kid that's picky. It it fucking sucks. And, like, it's hard. And... I don't know. I, I am definitely not doing, doing it right. Whatever I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever I, don't I, look at me. No, I don't, I don't, I don't know. What, so I'm with you. Like I want him just to, you know, eat what's on the table basically. But also now, I'm the only one here without a kid who's just like, no, but kids, you, right? No, right? but you're <laughs> not, you're not wrong. I mean, everybody's a short order cook now for these, and you build in like these whole separate meals. And like, I don't think it's that healthy for the kid. I, you know, it's weird expectations. And then also they get more, they get like micro picky, you know? Mm. Sure. Well, you know, also it's hard to establish that, uh, 
like establish a strict framework when you live in America because it's an it's an individual value. Like right. our right, our right to eat whatever we want doesn't matter if it's it's not growing anywhere. I we should sure. demand it and find it and you know yeah. like and bring it to us and put it in our hand so we can put it in our mouth. Delicious, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like uh, I, ju- I just watched Ronnie Chang's special. Did you see that? Uh, no, um, I did. Oh gosh, I, I, he's got. To, it's cool to like see stuff like from like a man who like is like still pretty fresh from like China, you know, like, and he's just like the abundance, you know, where we can order something and it's there. And then we just put it in our mouths and we have someone chew it for us. And then we like have someone extract it out of our butts, you know, like just like going (laughs) off and like out of the abundance and the convenience of everything, you know? Um, but like, it's so hard to establish frameworks when, like everywhere, yeah. like commercials are catered to children. Yeah. You know, com- commercials are telling children, you're the boss, tell your parent this, tell your parent what you want to buy. You want this. Yeah. Isn't this cool? Blah, blah, blah. You know, there's not a lot of framework to, to like get children with a program that you want, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, but you know, you try your best and you try to figure it out, but you know, I try my worst, man. Yeah. You I don't try, try to figure worst. it out. <laughs> I mean, try it, purposely not to, man. And we might get, Emails or whatever, based on what I am going to say, but oh, I um say it. I want to Qu- know if Quincy um go king. Quincy will eats what's on the table, and if he doesn't eat what's on the table, he doesn't eat. Oh, that's good. See, I'm, and then he's and then he's hungry tomorrow, and it's like, well, then then, then you got to eat what, and we, then he what might we eat have. it because that's how that's how I was raised. Nah, that's yeah, good. That's but that, but you know, like at the same time, he'll eat pieces of it and he'll try anything because he'll try it. He'll tell us he doesn't like it, and that's just still personal taste. And you that's, know, yeah. after after a nap, he still wants something sweet because he has a sweet tooth, and I mm-hmm. get it. But yeah. like when it's time to eat dinner, what we're eating is what he's eating, and yeah. he either eats it or he doesn't. Yeah. And if he doesn't eat it, then it's just kind of like, well, then you're going to be hungry tomorrow. And then you can only eat what we're going to make for breakfast, which is usually what he likes. And, he, you know, like, yeah, but I imagine all, he eventually eats yeah. like he will like he he's not going to hunger strike on you guys. No, he will eat. I mean, also, we've figured out with Quincy that whenever we sit down to eat, he needs to talk for like fucking 30 minutes. first. <laughs> That's good. The though. guy just needs to keep speech. He's, he got to keep talking. And then eventually when we're about to get up, he's like starts eating his food. We're like, bro. We gotta oh get the God. fuck out of here, man. <laughs> I understand this kid. Yeah, I get this kid. Yeah, you like, like to you like the pre meal talk a little I, bit. I love it, man. <laughs> like one of uh, one of uh, the parents on Andy Mac, who I'm friends with, too, did an impression of me eating one time, oh, really? and it really it 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 made me laugh so much because I was I'm so out of touch of what they look like, and her impression basically is. Um, holding a fork with a bite on it and it never getting to my mouth because I keep interrupting my own like train of thought to eat something and be like, and then, oh, you know what? You know, on Tuesday, we're all going to go check out like the, the display at, at, at um, you know, the, the gardens. And, uh-huh. and then like, I'll go back to eat. And another thing, and like, I never, that bite never goes into my mouth because wow. I love to talk so much. Sure, I love to talk so much. It was actually Annie Mac that got me to eat more quickly because you have half an hour. Oh yeah, you're <laughs> you on know, a like meal schedule. Yeah, you're you're on a meal schedule. Yeah. Got you to eat. Got you to exercise. Surely this they, show changed my life. Changed yeah. your in life. more in more ways than just a career. Sure. <laughs> well, I was going to even say because you said you didn't feel like you could talk about 
kid stuff, but I mean, ha- being involved in that whole world, you have, you can speak with some authority. Yeah. On your the, job the was to be a mom too. I, I yeah. was, I, I am not a mom, but I play one on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, you're fucking around it so you can, ha- you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. yeah, definitely. It conditions you in a different way yeah. to the point where like, yeah. Hearing the word fucking is like, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We're, we're grownups. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Grownups. We get a curse. No <laughs> oh, big man. deal. Um, I don't stop. <laughs> I swear in front of Snoopy. Oh, man. He's going to hear it. Yeah, that's yeah, a, that was yeah. my thought, too. He's going to hear it. And he'll be like, oh, dad. Ugh. Well, I mean. Uh, Quincy doesn't even realize that they're bad words. Which well, is almost, he will. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> still, yeah. I'm still into him going like, hey, mom woke me up. And I was like, what? He goes oh. like, I'm like, what? All the time now. Oh. Yeah, I got over there and I was like, What? Like tell your mom. Oh yeah, we were um, we were at the zoo. Me and Dad were at the zoo, and then Brick came out of nowhere, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> and you're like, "Nice, dude. Good oh, story, man. bro." Oh, I love that so much. And I was like, "What?" <laughs> it's all in how you sell it. If he sells it, he sells everything. That, that what can mean a lot like, of things. What? Yeah. God, that's so adorable. I love that. Crazy. So, so what's what's the future looking like for you? What do yeah, you want to do? You feel a, good in, in, a, in the future? No, but what do you want to like as far as health and fitness and yeah. nutrition? Do you want to you want to continue on the path you're on? Is I want to get any, better. I want to get like fit. I, like I think my next thing is that I want to become. Now I'm like finally have like like you reached have a, a standard sure. yeah, of just like general health, which feels good too. Yeah, you know, to, it does. To be at that point. Um, but yeah, like I want to I want to get a little muscular. Like I want to feel strong. For instance, for me, because like I don't have to deal with like how society sees me you know of just like maybe she should be she should be exercising you know like it's it's more about um you have to how it. i feel yeah and, yeah um yeah and like i don't like not feeling strong you know i like I, I like feeling independent, and so like um, by becoming stronger, that's autonomy. That yeah. makes it easier to do anything by yourself. That it, it just makes everything easy, sure. easier, mm-hmm. you know. And so like I, I want now that I'm like not worried about just getting winded after I jog around the yeah freaking block. Yeah, you know, like now I can build upon. Now this that you base. have your base and you feel excited yeah. about. That was another wake changing. up call. Is that I um was so much weaker than most of the kids of Andy Mac. <laughs> <laughs> like they do, they do like arm wrestling competitions and the only person I could beat was like the one kid who was weaker than me yeah. and like who had like who has like asthma. Oh, no. <laughs> you know like but like my daughter she just like just kill me every time. Yeah, uh, there's also a technique to arm wrestling by the way. Is it wrist base? Huh? Is it wrist base? No. Huh. It's when you arm wrestle, when you, you arm- want to shorten your lever down, right? It, but you're actually not going sideways. Huh. You pull towards you. Oh, I'm scheduling a yeah. rematch. <laughs> you're actually pulling this because this is no muscles are doing this, right. really. But I mean, your muscles you are doing that, but everything. your muscles aren't as strong as uh, going this, this way. Oh, cool. So, you, so when you arm wrestle, you pull this way to. To closer to you. I hope this episode helps people in the way that I hope it will help me with someday. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that changed everything for yeah. me. That's wow. good. So you can feel it differently. Point is, I definitely still veritably weaker than most of the kids. <laughs> like, well, good. well, hey, but having a goal here and, you know, focusing on that stuff and, and like, you know, trying to 
you know, so that that does mean that you need to then focus in on those macros a lot more and making sure you're getting enough protein. Yeah, right. so it's nutrition. Yeah, yeah that, that. like yeah, I actually like you know I get I get to be with like two. N- non-doctor, non-experts who, yeah. n- who like make nutrition and diet a big part of their mm-hmm. lives. Like for someone who is looking to bulk, what is, what's the basics? I know you've probably discussed this, but yeah, but it's, you know, it's different for everybody, but it's, you know, it's, it is the focus on making sure you're getting enough food in your, in your, um, start there. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Can't build muscles out of air. Right. I think you need to audit your diet. What does that mean? So, so that means just write like a use of my fitness pal app or any one of those oh, things and just see, record it. Yeah, yeah. Just see how many on average, because people don't like checking in on their diet all the time uh-huh. or having to add something like enter something every day. I don't mm-hmm. think that's necessary for you because I don't, I think you probably eat pretty close to the same every day or, you know, by every 10 days, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, if you, if yeah. you average 10 days, it's going to be roughly this, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you take true. like a pretty average day where you're getting all your calories in, you know, your supplement with your protein powder, you're making time for your lunch or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And you just find out exactly what that looks like. Okay. So that is, you know, 1800 calories or 2000 calories, whatever it is for you. Uh-huh. So then at least, you know, Okay, moving forward on my best day, this is how many calories I get in. That will illuminate a lot of things for you. Right. So then when you when you step away from that, you'll know exactly because you're like, ooh, I missed X, Y, and Z. That was half my calories that I need just to maintain. Right. Um, And I I, do have a feeling now that we're talking about it. I bet you I am not taking in the calories that I think I am. Yeah. Like. So huh. it, it'll surprise, I'm, I'm pretty sharp with that stuff and pretty present. Think about it a lot. I was surprised at the calories that I, it was more than what I thought, but Interesting. yours uh-huh. might be less, you know, who knows? Yeah. But I, it, it did surprise me and it did kind of like, you know, I was like, oh wow. Okay. Good, good to know. And it's again, like for people listening that don't want to have to do, you don't have to do it every day. Mm-hmm. As long as you get a good snapshot idea. Uh-huh. idea. Yeah. And so I would look at that and then from there. Um, you want to add, I would figure out the most convenient, easy, accessible way to add a little protein in. Roll out the carpet. Yeah, roll get out, out the carpet. Get out of car- my own way. Yeah, get out of your own way. So, you know, the fantasy that it's going to be a whole other meal or, you know. Yeah, like home-cooked salmon home or something. Or, yeah. It's not going to happen. No, if it's like a healthy bar, yeah. if it's this, where you can just keep a box of them and you're free, you always have it. In the car or In something. the car, uh-huh. yeah, something like that. And then commit to that. And then yeah. once you've done that for a while, then you can add. But I would say that's a good place to start. Yeah. This is so exciting for me just to like have like a base reference. Yeah, because you have a baseline for your fitness. So you need to have the baseline for your nutrition because that's what's going to get you uh, more. Better uh, at arm wrestling. Better at arm wrestling. My new technique. You have to beat up the the kids from the show. Yeah. I I, like some of them are like across the world in different states. I will call them back. Yeah. (laughs) Fly out and find them. Yeah. I will find you. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a lot of, you know, a lot of it is just making sure that you're locking that down and have a sense of where you are. Yeah. And then that's the only way that you'll be able to build up from there. And then, you know, and a lot of it is um, making sure that you're uh, focused in on getting enough protein so that, um, but overall getting enough calories so that you can sustain what, your what, exercise. What is, what's more like important like for bulking? Is it like protein or calories? Like... Uh, I, I know that's so broad. 
I, I think, you know, protein, you're going to get the most muscle building because you're getting your essential amino acids. But I think for you, just calories, just some extra just anything calories. anything at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah. I think that you could probably find a good bar. I think a bar for you would be good. I, I, could, um, I could do bar life. Yeah. yeah. And that doesn't mean you replace any of the food that you normally eat. And I would continue with that shake supplement that yeah. you were doing. But like an RX bar or like an element, find one that you like that's got good, healthy stuff in there. Oh, you've probably covered this in another podcast, but what bars do we think are healthy but are candy? Do we know? Yeah, uh, yeah like Cliff Bars. Cliff Bars. Uh-huh. It's like 30 grams of sugar in yeah. one bar. Well, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Interesting. I, I think it's so really looking better at- better off having a Snickers, you know, from calorie and a sugar yeah. standpoint. Also, I didn't want to put you at odds with any sponsors. No, 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 no you're fine. We don't but, care. But a lot of the time it is just looking at the back of it and making sure that there's a, a like percentage-wise, a decent amount of fat protein. Yeah. And uh, carbs. And then carbohydrates. And making sure that most of those carbohydrates- if it does have sugar in it, that you're almost equaling it out or getting more. Like, look at carbohydrates, look at the amount of sugar, and make sure that the fiber that's in that bar is more than the sugar that's in that bar. Fiber more than sugar. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something. Yeah. I'm writing that down. Because that way you're at least getting something that's carbohydrates that are helping your digestive system. Yeah. Rather I mean, that's something that something I would sweet. never, I yeah. feel like someone who doesn't study would never think to look for. Like the if fiber you look at, content. Like, yeah. 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 Literally. Right. Um, it so down. it's like somewhere in the middle or, you know, the fiber being more than the sugar ultimately is better. So it's harder to find though. But it's harder to find. There's more specialized kind of bars. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, um, and then, uh, look at the, um, make sure you understand for the most part what the ingredients are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like, if you get, if you're getting like a gas station bar, you mm-hmm. know, there, there's a lot of shit in there, you know, there's kind of older, old school GNC type stuff right? that just a bunch of junk in there, but there's so many good bars now. Yeah. I mean, you can kind of say, we live in LA, like we live in home LA. Of I know. Like so we're it, doing research spoiled of like, with that stuff. Yeah. But I mean, you can do a little like some taste tests on your own and find one that you really like that I you mean, can. You're getting your protein powder from Whole Foods and stuff anyway. Just you might as well yeah. take my shopping cart down the yeah. down the bar section, and they have a whole section. Yeah, yeah. and you get a discount if There's you buy the whole many. box. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, start with you know individual bars from a couple of the different brands, and then see what you like, and then. Go yeah. forward there we go. from there. Yeah. 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 Treating it just like, like anything, like, yeah. Treating food like exercise. I think that we like, because it's like a this, you know, we just don't think about it so much, but it's a yeah. project just like anything yeah. else. Yeah. 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 And you just put it in your, your, your bag for the day since you pack for the day. Yeah. And all just make, yeah. make sure all that my three beverages, yeah. three make beverages. Sure that that's you're... like three beverages in a bar now. It's like, you know, a bar. your thing. There we go. Yeah. There we go. You guys. That's the start. Good. And then you're going to have to come back and let us know how yeah. the how the quest for strength yes. is going. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to come back like just like ripped. Ripped. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. More yeah. ripped, more ripped. 60 pounds heavier, just like a monster. Yeah. Oh my gosh, my best life. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, is there anything that you'd like to plug or social media that the people can reach you at? I am at your friend Lelon. Mm-hmm. Um watch my 
fitness progress. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I've ne- like, I, that, that would be so funny if I started. Maybe I will. We'll see. Maybe you will, yeah. But you have to follow me to find out at your friend Lelon. Um, that's my Twitter, which I never check as well. Okay. Um, and <laughs> feel free to follow me for no tweets. <laughs> sure. Uh, same here, same here. Same, same, same. Um, uh, you, if you, for LA people, Eugene and I are on the UCB stage February 22nd uh-huh. um, for Voltron AF's debut show. It's a spinoff of Asian AF. That's um, true. To see the um, the f- uh, uh, collection, I don't want to say the funniest because there's so many funny people. But sure. Like, but like a collection of great, um, hilarious, hilarious, super talented, awesome Asian American performers. Um, doing mainly or, improv. M- only improv. Only improv. This is only improv. This only show. improv show. Um, so if you want to see mm. me and Eugene do improv, sorry, Ryan. Uh, no. Hey. <laughs> He's eventually, got uh, he's, eventually got, he's got more than enough. Yeah, <laughs> eventually the white males will get their chance. To yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one day, one day, one day, yeah. we'll be um, represented. Yeah. 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 If you ever want to go to any other show at UCB, go see white <laughs> white men and friends. You see different versions of me on stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doing flannels improv. and no flannels. Yeah. Uh, uh, flannels. People aren't wearing flannels anymore. Well, it's getting it's, warmer. It's We're fair, in LA. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, but yeah, that's a great show. It's on the information's on the UC website and. And you can follow Asian AF as well. And yep. that will have information, Voltron AF to come. And uh, I don't know. I'm going to be on the new sitcom Indebted yep. uh, as a guest star at some point. I have no idea when my episode comes out. Great. Uh, you know, just living a good life, guys. Yeah, good. <laughs> good. Um, I'm sure she'll post about all of this stuff on her social media, not Twitter, but Probably on her Instagram. Maybe Twitter. We'll Maybe see. Twitter. Yeah. Maybe she'll come back to it. Um, <laughs> if you want to find us, you can do so at the dumbbells on all social media, Twitter that we have and don't use either. And uh, if you want to email us, you can do so at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. And on behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero, the dumbbells, and our wonderful guest today, Leland, we'd like to remind everybody that's out there listening to Train Dirty, Eat Clean, and Live in Between. Almost didn't get that. You didn't. I got it out. I got it. That was a HeadGum Podcast.